0: Hi, hello! Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. How's it going? It's your host, Isaiah. Um, How's it going for me? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Overall, this was a little bit of an uphill week for me, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, January's been kind of bleh a little bit. Um, I got sick, so that was no fun. Um, I went ahead and took some time off and, um, you know, tried to feel a little better, a little R&R. Um, overall, that's been all right. I'm saying I'm feeling better today. Um, boy, let's see. Uh, it's cold as shit. I don't like that. Winter sucks balls. Um, I woke up today to start my car, go do some laundry, and, um, battery is just dead. It just wasn't gonna start. I was like, alright, let me let it heat up. Let me, like, like, let the, you know, let it get a little warmer. I mean, of course, it's still like I don't even think it's over 32. Maybe it is. But, um the time, still wasn't. It was like the 20s. And I was like, nope, no shot. So, got it jumped. Got a new battery. We're back on the road. On the road again. Um, but, yeah. So, it's been a little bit of a bit of a strug. <laughs> but uh, we're keeping on. We're keeping on. Um, and I got some news together. I'm trying to think if there's any foods. Um, I've had a lot of soup this week. Been a soupy week. Had some Cheddar Bay Biscuits I made at home, which were good. Um, shout out to Red Lobster. Um, but yeah, nothing too major. Um, but we do have some major news. Um, it's really a shitty segue, but here we go. Um, let's see, I got this from AP. Um, Yemeni rebels say Saudi-led airstrike on prison killed 70. Um, so essentially, just a quick rundown from this story, Um, to be honest, this is something I'm definitely coming in out of my depth. Um, just the whole situation with Yemen, uh, the Houthi rebels that occupy it, um, the Saudis who are allies, who are against them. Um, and I guess this is a lot of like tit for tat that kind of goes on. Uh, essentially there was a drone strike that I believe that happened recently that the Houthis took credit for. And I believe, um... I want to say six saudis were killed um but essentially that kind of triggered okay no, killing three people wounding six i'm sorry um so essentially that kind of was a big salvo and, th- and this isn't something that like started everything or anything like i said this is ongoing very i guess similar to the um the palestine israel kind of situation of just kind of occupation control people resisting fighting you know, and then naturally it gets politicized, polarized. Um, the Saudis are definitely our allies in this situation, kind of like we are allied with um, Israel. So naturally the media and stuff that we get can be very slanted, in my opinion. Um, I think that's also kind of going on a tangent here. Um, like the shit that happened with Obama and why people were really upset was something that kind of went over my head because media-wise that really wasn't covered here. A lot of it was just kind of how boring and how like lackluster the administration was. But also, I think a thing that was behind the scenes that people kind of told me and educated me on were like, hey, we were doing strikes on Yemen, you know, for what? Like, and you have to, like, you know, go figure that out because, you, know, Sa- you know, Saudi Arabia wanted us to, I guess. Um, but essentially, like, kind of group gain tactics, we were, you know, doing strikes on them. And that's a whole thing. That's a lot of dead bodies and stuff that we're not talking about in the mainstream media. Um, but. That's just kind of a tangent there, but kinda going back to the present. Um, seventy people were killed in an airstrike. It also I believe they hit um another area in Yemen and it like disabled their internet. So there's like two airstrikes. Um so I mean that's a big deal. Um, I do imagine that this is not the end of it. And I mean if there are more things that kind of, you know, pop up, then um I'll definitely try to cover them. But um, just kind of, I guess, my first entry into the scene. So I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to talk to you guys about it. Um, let's see. I got some more news. If it loads up on my computer. So I'm going to take a, take a heat. Ooh. It's a way numbing. Uh, next bit. We got from ABC News, um, Microsoft to acquire gaming giant Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion. Um, so if there's a nerd in your life, you've probably already heard about this story. It's kind of like big news, and I feel like gaming community is like star for news. Like, we're like, oh, man, this is huge. This is major. Um, but essentially, um, Microsoft Corporation announced on Tuesday that they're planning on um, acquiring Activision Blizzard. Which is a huge deal. Um, some big titles that are that you may know um, that I've played a little bit of or a lot of: uh, Call of Duty, um, Warcraft, uh, World of Warcraft, um, and then also Candy Crush, and I think like several other like big mobile games that have been produced under Activision Blizzard. Um, as well, um, it kind of goes weirdly deeper. and affects properties like. Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, which are, like, big Sony um, titles, IPs. So, I mean, it's a big deal. It puts them in a situation that they're, like, right under Tencent and Sony now. Um, so, Microsoft definitely, like, that's a big move. Um, and some people are definitely, it brings up talk to, uh, if you know in the financial world, uh, talk about monopolies um it's one of those situations where it's like a lot of people will say well this isn't a monopoly there's so many gaming studios and and all these kind of places and and stuff. they make games it's not it's it's not um a mono thing it's not only one company it's not just these few it's it's tons but really though when it comes to triple a games that get put out games that make money um games that you see get into your hands you know it really is you know sony and microsoft are the big names uh, cents, kind of the one that we don't know, or at least you don't hear as much, but they're definitely, like, making a lot of mobile steps and things of that nature. Um, big in China type thing. Uh, but it is crazy how much money gets generated from all this. Like, it's a lot of money that Microsoft put up to acquire this company, but now they can do whatever they want now that they have it. And I mean, essentially, there's chance that they just kind of let it run on its own and they just milk it, they just keep farming it. Um, there's a chance that they change up how things go, make it more towards their model. Maybe things change in your favorite games. I mean, uh, people are kind of waiting on bated breath to see what happens from here. Um, also, there's a bit more to it as well, because, I mean, Microsoft has kind of tried to acquire them before, but it really didn't work out. The price is maybe too high, or they weren't really as interested in, in, um, giving up the company, Activism Blizzard... But with a lot of the controversy that's been going on in in the work culture, in the workplace, it's kind of come to light. Um, Just, you know, really the oppression of women and a lot of just sexist shit that's been going on in the company. um, It's a lot of spotlight that's on Bobby Kotick, who is still going to be on at the company. Um, But I mean, I kind of think just hearing other people speculate and whatnot, Um, he's probably not going to be involved for long. He's probably going to be involved in terms of, um, the transfer, and they're probably going to just, like, pay him out on a severance. He's probably just going to get fired. But, I mean, who knows? Uh, we will see. Um, I definitely will keep you posted on, like, things that maybe trickle out from this as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a big deal, you know? I mean, like I said, these are games that I grew up on. A lot of my friends still play. Um... It'll be interesting to see if the layout of some of these games change because Microsoft's now the owner. Um, So also we got some COVID news and it was no fun, but this is kind of at least a bit of a silver lining. little good news. Um, I got this from The Verge, but um, COVIDtest.gov is live now and letting you order four free rapid tests. Now, I'm not sure if this is for free a month. I believe that is the case. But essentially, you can go on covidtest.gov. And it's a really quick process. It took me about 60 seconds to do. Um, You essentially enter in your information. And they will ship you for um, COVID tests. So that you can take, you know, that way it makes it easier. You have them on hand. You don't have to go wait for tests to get done or anything like that. So, um, that was really cool, good news. Um, also, I was surprised that it really did happen quickly. Like, I think there were some maybe initial launch issues, but I mean, they did launch it a little bit early. But essentially, by the time I was on that, I did it, I ordered them Wednesday, and they should be here next week. So, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> um, and let's see, we also, also, um, on the other half of this, um, got this from Reuters. Uh, but essentially, the U.S. is. Going to distribute 400 million free N95 masks at CVS and Walgreens um, in COVID fight. So, essentially, next week they're going to be rolling out, um, how many did I say? Uh, 400 million masks. Uh, and you can just go to either CVS or Walgreens and I believe you just request them and uh, you get some masks. So, that's pretty good. I mean, it's a definitely a good value uh, considering the N95s are like, I think, a dollar, two dollars a pop um and i mean i know for me buying masks in general like what buying 20 or so is about like 25 dollars. so i mean hey i'll take whatever free mask you can give me um so i was stoked to see that um then i wanted to uh bring up the story i got on brian laundry uh landry i'm never gonna pronounce his name right but um Essentially, there was a update there on the USA Today thing. I kind of said, yeah, this is going to be a closed, closed case, closed chapter. But essentially, um, he wrote in his notebook that he killed his fiancee, Gabby Petito. Um, at least this is from the FBI. Um, so they said that they, you know, have a report that it. he wrote in his notebook um, and pretty much, you know, confessed there Um, so I mean, that was definitely something that I guess I didn't expect. Um, though it is common, I think, from you know, in terms of like suicide situations and stuff like that, that people do leave notes. Um, in a situation like that, I'm you know, that's the reason why he did it. So it made sense that he did come out with it. Um, and he kind of confirms what you know, pretty much everyone's suspicions were. Um, I mean, I'm sure on the TikTok conspiracies or whatever, maybe people are going to overthink this, overcook this. But I do think it was good that the FBI released this and, um, you know, made it a public record thing. Um, but uh, essentially, that's all we got for today in terms of the main news. Um, I know this is a bit, um, O-bitty. um, I don't know, that's not a term, I just made that up. Um, but essentially, you know, some deaths did happen, um... I guess some were newsworthy-esque in their own way. But then also just big people, you know, that's not a fat joke coming up. But, it, like, you know, some big major people died. And, um, you know, I just wanted to, you know, talk, give them their flowers. Um, but first I had Gaspard Oulio. Um, He is a French actor. He died at 37 in a skiing accident this week. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I believe it was, like, a head-on collision with, like, another skier that caused it, um, but essentially he was a critical condition and he didn't make it. Um he is going to be in the new uh Moon Knight movie coming out with like Oscar Isaac. So I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. Um as well, uh Louis Anderson passed away. He was sixty eight. Um he died in, you know, the battle of cancer. Um I just remember him he was one of the first stand ups I remember seeing as a kid and then I believe he had um um, a show, and I believe also maybe a cartoon kind of spinoff-y thing. Um, yeah, there's Life with Louie. Um, but there was some also stuff, some other stuff, Family Feud. So, um, he was just a big face, big name in my life. I remember him. Also, there was Meatloaf. He passed away at the age of 74. Um, a lot of people, like, CNN is noting him for "Bad Out of Hell. Amazing song. Goes real hard. Um, but the, um... The uh, I Would Do Anything For Love song, that song sticks with me. That really resonates. Um, Also, um, it's a little crass, but I will definitely say the most iconic um, Meatloaf thing for me is his role in Fight Club. He was Bob with the Bitch Tits and as a fat man with Bitch Tits. Um, that really resonated and I remember seeing him and kind of feeling a little bit of representation even though it was kind of like, you know, they were making fun of him or whatever. He was in the fight club throwing down and that was real cool. Um, also on top of representation, um, we lost another great in the fashion community, uh, this week, Andre Leon Talley, uh, died at the age of 73. Um, so... That is sad. Um, he was a Vogue icon, um, you know, first you know black man to do a lot of big things in that field. Also, I found out he worked with like, Andy Warhol, um, like kind of as he was blowing up, or, like right before. So I thought that was really cool. Um, so it's you know it's always sad to you know see a beloved figure figure in our society. Um and, and there's also other people who passed away this week. I, think, I believe too, that I missed, and I'm sorry about that. But um, definitely just wanted to give flowers to those people. Um, they'll definitely be missed. And, you know, it's, it's definitely a vacant space in our hearts. But, um, you know, we move on and we hold, hold that candle for them. But um, that's about all we got for this week. Um, we do have the Patreon. That's Isaiah News. Uh, Patreon.com slash Isaiah News. Um, I just put up the tier system. I got that all set up. I don't know if you've visited the site yet. But, essentially, there is the Newsy, uh, like, bundle you can sign up for for five bucks. That's, like, the shout-out thing. Um, <clears throat> it also comes with a Discord link, I believe. It should all be set up for that. And you can, like, communicate, you know, live. You know, I always keep my I always keep that thing on me. Um, and you can drop, you know, new stuff, um, info for your shout-out, wherever. You can just do that right there through the Discord. Um but, yeah, I mean, it's just a $5 thing. It helps out the podcast, helps me out very much so, and, um, you know, gives you a little bit of access to me. And also, like I said, that cool shout-out. gets your name out there. gets your stuff out there, your brand, or some news you want me to, you know, talk about potentially. Um, we also have a Twitter. I believe that's Isaiah underscore News, or like Isaiah underscore News 1. I know Isaiah News 1 is the Facebook, though, for sure, and Isaiah News is the Instagram as well. Um, that's where we put all the pictures, all the cute stuff, um, as well, you know, other contacts. You can reach us there and those pages and whatnot. Um But other than that, that's about it. Uh we should be having another episode soon. And uh hopefully I'll see you there with some more good news. Um, you guys have a good one. Love ya. Bye bye. <laughs>